You're listening to Heart and Hustle Podcast, where we boss so hard. I'm Angelica Yard. And I'm Charisma Moran. Join us every week to discuss entrepreneurship, creativity, business, balance, and life. Take control of your business and your life, and never forget to dream big, work hard, repeat. Hello. Hello. Good morning or good afternoon or whatever good time that you're listening to. Good middle of the night, maybe. Good you're day. an entrepreneur. Uh, happy International Women's Day. It is International Women's Day. I'm so excited. It's, it's one of the, my favorite holidays. It's every holiday that celebrates women are is the best. It's the best holiday. Yeah. I'm a fan. And did you see did you see Deadpool? I did. Okay. We just saw it on <laughs> I was like, now it has new meaning. Thursday. I won't ruin it for those of you who haven't seen it yet. Yeah, we just um, saw it actually. Go watch week. it. It's a great way to celebrate International <laughs> Women's oh, Day. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> if you're into it, um, go for it. But it was nice. So, um so you had said you wanted to do something to kind yes. of celebrate today. Celebrate International Women's Day. We will talk about what is one woman that is inspiring you right now? Who is killing it right now? Who is killing the game? I'm going to let you go first. Okay, right now, because I, I just, like, I'm getting excited to go back to Atlanta next week, which is where my heart is all the time. Um, Julia Rothman is an illustrator, and she has done so many illustrations for Design Sponge, and they had a guide dedicated to Decatur, Georgia, which is where I was born, you know, that's where I'm from. And she did this amazing illustration of the water tower. And it's just a random thing. Like, nobody would ever do that. And so Julia Rothman is an amazing illustrator. So she is my woman's, International Women's Day pick today. Okay, mine is one that you all definitely know, I am assuming, unless you live under a rock, Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> and the reason isn't because of How to Get Away with Murder or Scandal, which are both obviously really amazing, but because of her book, The Year of Yes, which I just finished. And it was... Honestly, a mind-blowingly fantastic book. I don't know why I'm surprised, because it's like, obviously she's a writer. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> she's very she talented. owns Thursday nights, and so it's not like a surprise that she's a great writer or anything, but she was just, it was the most honest I've ever read someone, or at least for a long time. Right. Um, and I've read, I've been reading a lot of books by um, women lately that are about their lives, and I definitely feel like, you know, a lot they've, they've all been good in their own ways, but she just gets incredibly honest, and honestly... As soon as I finished the book, I was like, I'm really ready to conquer the world now. <laughs> I um, have Shonda's power. So I definitely suggest um, anyone to read it because it's fantastic. And even if you like won't read and you can take the time out today to watch her TED Talk, which is fantastic. It's on her book and she's talking about her journey and it's like 15 minutes or 20 minutes and she's just so But funny. no, you have to read it. Yeah, I mean, you have to read it, but I'm saying right, right now. <laughs> yeah, today, right now. <laughs> you may not be able to read. You're at work and you're sneaking your phone in the corner. Watch the TED Talk. It's hilarious. She's just so prolific in the way she speaks and how she just talked about this whole journey she went on saying the yes to everything in that year and it was great. So I can't wait to read the book because the TED Talk got me hyped up. I was like, yes! And I'm going to cheat. I have two honorable mentions. I really have to mention, um, and I was going to mention this like regardless of what day it is because it's just so awesome. Uh, Gala Darling is like a very well-known blogger. She's been blogging for like a bajillion years and um, I was really impressed with, she actually wrote about Beyonce's formation and there's a lot that's going on with black women, white women, and the song in general. And I just thought that she actually, I was surprised she tackled the, the conversation very well. So it was a really good piece. And then also, I want to shout out to my best friend Natalie, because we had a really great conversation the other day about marriage and motherhood and 
just being really open and not having to define yourself, which is so great because we live in 2016 and women can do anything, whether you want to be a mother, whether you don't, whether you want to get married, whether you don't, whether you want to travel the world or do whatever you want to do, you really have what you the do. option to be able, or you should have the option, but at least here we really do have the option to do whatever we exactly. want to do. So Don't do what anyone else tells you to do. Do what you want. <laughs> yes. Be free. Do what you want. So today we're going to get into uh, creating systems, which we've talked about is angels basically like... It's my life. I live for creating systems for people who are broken. (laughs) (laughs) For people who... Not even the businesses are broken. The people are broken. Systems are all about people. Like, you have to fix the people. You're like the Olivia Pope of systems. I am the Olivia Pope of, like, why are you not managing projects well? So we'll be talking about just like from the beginning to the end of what systems we use in our business. We have a service-based business. I won't be talking about um, Studio 4 Paper just because I'm creating new systems because I'm redoing a lot of the lines and reshooting and just creating new things for it. So I'm super excited about that. We'll talk about that when it's done. Right now I can talk about what we're actually doing and what we've been doing. And how we've gotten here, because we've been doing this for 10 years. So it's definitely trials and tribulations and and errors and just figuring out what works and what doesn't work. And I feel like we're in a really good place with our systems right now. And I mean, they'll always change. Like, we just changed our accounting software first thing this year. We had the same accounting software for, like, six years. So things change. Systems are never set in stone. I think if more people realized that, they would be more open to creating systems. That is very true. I think that for me, I have a hard time, like, when I have a system, and then it starts to kind of not work anymore, right. and then I realize, like, oh god, I'm gonna have to change this, and then I stress out. I get excited. I'm like, time to <laughs> bring out the post-its, and then we do, like, a whole, like, day of just planning things and putting posts all over the wall. If you've ever gone to my Instagram, and there's, like, just a picture from last week, I think, when David was recording his video, and there's, like, post-its in my daughter's room from, like, <laughs> what we do. Like, we just get post-its out and we work, and that's how we... Let's say they work their way all the way into her room yeah, in the I office. Yeah, I mean, it was his office originally, <laughs> and so, like, there's still a desk in there, and he doesn't sit in there, but we use that as, like, shooting right now. We're shooting his videos in that room, just because it's quiet. It's nice. So, um, yeah, we can start from the very beginning. How do people contact you? What happens when people say, Charisma, save me. What's happening? <laughs> I say, well, it, it definitely depends because, you know, I think when you run multiple businesses, there's multiple systems. Yes. Uh, so it definitely is different depending on which. Now, when I was a photographer, <clears throat> I had, like, pre-automated responses right. for every single different kind of shoot. So whether it be a wedding, an engagement... Um, a family session, whatever, I would basically copy and paste uh, an automated response like that kind of had what I had in it, and then I would go back and just customize a few yeah, things here like and there. your wedding in March. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I had those things, like, in bold so that right, I would never know, forget, exactly. you know, where they were, yeah. whatever. Always um, have templates for communication. I, exactly. <laughs> it, it saves. And I didn't have it, like, the first year of shooting. And, oh, my God. I, like, once I got them, I was like, what was yeah. I doing all this time? And the canned response um, plug-in for Gmail is, like, life so if you don't have it and using gmail as your primary communication and which we do we use google apps for all of our domains so um we pay for it i think or we don't like we started we got it really early so i don't even think we pay for it but you can pay for it. it's really inexpensive to have google run all your emails through google apps and then you can get access to gmail and all the labs and the features and so the canned email response is like when you get an inquiry like 
Chris was saying she had all these templates. You just put that in, you click the button, and you hit reply, and then you edit out what you have in bold or highlight it, and then you send it. Like, it's five seconds over time. Yeah. So I was saying, now, I kind of found the same thing for consulting, but it's just one. Because right. it's like, it, like exactly. they are contacting me all for the same thing, which, I mean, they may be contacting me for one-on-one consultations or for me to do, like, a full rebrand, a full... so. But normally it's like, they just want general information, so I'm giving them that general information to start with. Right. Um, a big thing for me is that I like to collect information on that first email. Exactly. So that we're not emailing back and forth, because I have a bad habit of that, too. And I'm really over-friendly <laughs> emails. Like, nice. hey, I love everyone! Like, yay! And so I needed to like you know scale yeah. it back and be like let me just get the information before we're having 10 emails women are more prone to be yeah friendly and emails. not to say like all women are but like more than likely women are more prone to just get into more conversation in depth with you don't have to do like you can you don't have to do it which is great yeah. you know <laughs> you don't have to do it but it's like we um saving time on emails is what saves time during your day and i talk about i hear a lot of my friends on twitter and they're like I got, like, so many emails in my inbox, and I'm like, houseway. Like, <laughs> how did this happen? Because we just, we, um, a lot of times, we don't communicate through email. If we do communicate through email, we're not constantly updating them on progress because we've already established that trust in the beginning. Yeah, and, I think and the timeline do, and everything. Right, really if you good do about it in the beginning, really sets the standard for how your project will be and how you communicate with your clients. So the client says, Charisma, I'm ready. I'm, I like what you said in your email. I'm ready to go. What is the, like, do you have a system for proposals or contracts or you already have, like, templates ready to go or you just go in and change them? Like, what are you Yeah, using? I basically have, like, it's a generic, right. like, across the board. Um, again, most people are kind of, like, booking through the same exact thing. Yeah. So it's just kind of, like, here is here it is. And everyone's on the same schedule. Um, of course, things happen here and there. And... We might extend by a week or something like that, but really I prefer to keep them in that schedule because with consulting, um, I can't take on a lot of clients at once no. because I have Equal and Forever and I'm a freelance writer and I'm still doing photography projects. So it's like, I just don't, I can only take on like two per right. six week say, period. And consulting is a lot more draining, I feel like. Yes. you're more involved, not draining in a negative way, but you're no, more No, yeah, I give, I, I, feel, I feel like it's um, one of those situations where... I'm pouring a lot of myself into someone else, right. and it's a lot of, like, figuring out their needs and, you know, all of that, and just, it's almost like you're, you're hand-holding with them, and you're just yeah. really, like, you're, you're, like bu- you're building with them, doing the you know? swing. Like, exactly. We're going so. across the bridge. We do consulting for um, businesses. We don't do one-on-one consulting, um, and that's a, a bigger project, but that includes a lot of the hand-holding and getting through them through pointing to point B and training their employees on how to use new systems and figuring out what the new brand means and how do they use it. So it's a really in-depth project. So I could not imagine doing it like one-on-one with one person and then like having more than like two people. Like I don't know how people do that. You are amazing if you can consult with more than (laughs) two people at a time. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Yeah, one business at a time. Like we try to like minimize how much Mm -hmm. consultancy work we do because it's just... Well, and that's the thing is like, yeah, I limit it to two because I really want to be able to fully be there for the client. Exactly. And what we're doing is such a large thing. Yeah, and you like, want them to succeed. Like, you're so in, like, I feel like we get yes. kind of emotionally invested yes, a little bit because we're like, we want you to be the best whatever you are ever. Well, I feel like every single business that I work with and, you know, either A, help bring to life or B, help completely rebrand 
is a reflection of my business. Right. And is a reflection of me because my business is so a reflection they're not of me. Winning, so I want them winning. to do as, you know, as amazing as they can. So, yeah, definitely. definitely. Our proposals are really, really lengthy. Um, I feel like I've seen your proposal and I don't exactly know why, but because I'm like, I don't know why I would have seen it. Just chilling I think I've seen one before, chilling. though. Maybe I, maybe I just asked you to see one at some I point. Think you, yeah, I, think, I, think I think that's, that's probably that conversation likely. About looking um, at it. it's but really it was wrong. really intense. <laughs> <laughs> As is everything that you and David do, it's so intense that it like stresses me out a bit like even your LinkedIn pages like the first time I went to like your LinkedIn page I was like oh my god and John was making a LinkedIn and he was like oh I want to see Angel and David's LinkedIn and I was like don't go there <laughs> I'm like you're not ready yet you're not ready <laughs> yeah we've done a lot of things <laughs> a lot of things just because we learned to do it though but like, it's just like it's so great because yeah. it's so detailed and you literally do right. say everything exactly. that's in whereas I'm like I did this but I don't really fully go into the explanation sometimes like you guys it's like, I mean, that yeah. is the perfect I think when page. you get to a certain point with proposals and you're asking for a certain amount of money, mm -hmm. I mean, even if you're asking for like $100, it's important for you to tell your clients every single thing that you do, just so they understand the value of why it costs so much. Because I think in the beginning, we got a lot of kickback of like, why? Like, I can build a website. My cousin's son can build a oh, website. Goodness. Blah, 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 blah. I can go to Lycos and build a website. And it's like, no, you can't go to Lycos and build a website. You don't know what you're talking about. So over time, we've just known to just add in and talk about every single thing we do, how we do it, what they're getting for this amount of money, what the value is. And just um, we, before we even send out a proposal, we sit down and we talk about how much time we are spending on each thing, including admin resources and travel time if we're doing meetings or training. And we do kind of like a budget sheet and we kind of just like price everything out. And we have, uh, we track our time using Toggle and we track it for every single thing. Like I track it for doing stuff for Hard Hustle. I track it for Studio 404 Paper. I track it for just volunteer work, just so I can know how much time I'm spending on every single thing. So when we do go back and we price out our projects, I know, hey, I have to spend like, six hours on Heart and Hustle, this is how much time I have for this project per week, and this is how much time it'll take to do something. So we know how much time it takes to do, like, certain projects depending on the size, which is great. Which is great because I think a lot of entrepreneurs at the end of the week look at everything that they've accomplished or haven't accomplished. Yeah, and they're like, what did I do? Yeah, they're <laughs> like, where did my time go? Right. And really, you probably are... You, I mean, you might not be, but you probably are doing a lot of things, but it's, I think it's easier when you track your time and you can actually right. see this is what I'm doing. And then sometimes tracking your time will make you see, you know what? I'm really not working hard. Yeah, I'm really I not doing do what better. I need to be doing. Because a lot I of people will say... spent six hours watching House of Cards. On yeah. Let's say so like a lot of entrepreneurs will be like, well, this is too hard and this is too frustrating. I'm never going to make it. But then when you look at where you're actually spending your time, it's like, oh, well, maybe that's why. Right. Exactly. <laughs> don't, don't spend six hours watching House of Cards you guys don't do it <laughs> don't even like don't even log into netflix yeah, during certain times netflix, you know what's gonna don't happen work where there's a tv accessible like turn your back to the television um yeah it's really important that in that way i know when i'm overworked and i think that was really important for me when yes. i was working a full-time job and working my business that's when i started tracking my time i was still working on other business but i wanted to know how much time i was spending on the side and we were working like 80 90 hours with our full-time jobs and we still work 80 to 90 hours sometimes which is ridiculous but it's just getting to know how much time you spend so you can know how much time you need to spend recovering which is so yeah. important like we need to know oh I didn't work out at all this week oh that's a problem I need to make in time during my day to work out so I've been 
really good um, for the next 20, like starting from March, 21 days of just working out for at least an hour because I was not working out because I was like, I need to finish projects. And my productivity levels haven't changed. Like they're the same. It didn't matter if I worked out or not. So you might as well just work out. Yeah. Well, see, like I think it's a big thing either A, if you're starting on a business or B, if you just really don't have a lot of good systems in place or you feel really stressed out to just kind of like take a week and record everything exactly. that you do. Don't necessarily try to change anything yet, but no, just, just do what, what you honestly do and record all of it so that you have an idea of where you need to make changes. It's like a little desktop app. They have it in the web browser. They have it on your phone. So when I go to meetings, I see how long it takes us just so we can stay on time because if we're budgeting only an hour for training or three hours for training we don't need to go six hours over because then we're losing money so it's not I mean, it's not always about money but it's just about time is yeah. money like it is technically time your time is valuable so you need to be spending your time in the proper way well saying like all those extra hours at a meeting are less time that you can work out or hang out with your daughter or right. grab coffee with a friend or whatever else. Yeah. or just drive. not be around people <laughs> drive <laughs> drive into the abyss um, yeah. do whatever you're doing so yeah it's really important to just know and you just know how long it takes you to do things like I know pretty much how long it takes me to do a logo so I can quickly do a proposal without having to go in and like find the receipts because I've been tracking my time for so long that I know a certain identity project is going to take this amount of time versus if I don't know, like we just, we're getting projects that are a little bit different that are in the web space that we don't do, you know, this scale, generally because David's always had a job. Now that he's like working here, I mean, he has a job, but it's like, this is his job. <laughs> so now that he's working here, we know that he has way more time and I have more time to put into it. You know, I, she's in school two days a week. So we just know how much time we have so we can take on bigger projects, but those are like, it's a little scary how much time it takes. So yeah. we know, like, now we're booked until, like, the end of April. Like, don't. Well, let's say, so don't it's, it's really great, too, when you kind of know, like, this is exactly how long. Not right. exactly, but this is close to how long this is going to take me. Because I don't really know how someone sets up a proposal or figures out, time, like, their right. money situation. You know what I mean? Like, without, without how are you like, pricing How do you things? tell someone, well, this is how much, I, you know, this is going to be valued if you don't really know how long well, it's Well, I think to take. a lot of people... Um, do package-based pricing, which is fine. If that's how you feel, like the cookie crumbles, that's great. We can't do package-based pricing, and you I'm assuming you can either because each project is completely different. Like, you always do different things. Like, you may add on more for one person. They may ask for more. They may ask for less. We do a full scale of all, like, branding design projects so we can do things as simple as creating a poster and then we can do things as intricate as creating you know like your identity and then their website and then all of their marketing materials and then going in and training their team and so it could be from you know this amount of money to this amount of money so it's really important well, and to even know. like I feel like for those who do do packages because I did packages with um weddings right uh, with wedding like photography, that's easy because you but know it was like, it's still the same thing yeah, it's like know. you need to know okay like have a certain amount based on how many hours you're going to be there, how long is post-production going to take for you, right. how many times you're going to spend emailing back and forth with travel the bride, times. what is your travel time going to be, all those different things, um, album layouts and, you know, album delivery and, you know, all those different communications. Are you going to meet in person to go over the album? Like there's a lot of different things to, to think about. And a lot of that factor of how long things take really right. go into it. Because if not, you could be selling yourself short. Yeah, you totally could. And if you go back to, and I mean, regardless of if you charge by the hour or not, 
if you go back in and you break down your money by the hour, you would be surprised at how much entrepreneurs like oh my god underestimate, really especially in the beginning. As a group, you're like, I'm making two dollars an hour. Yeah, woo! Like, let's no. say like you might look at the bottom line and be like, okay, this is like a great salary. But then when you're looking at how many hours you actually work, and a lot again, a lot of us do not record how often we work because no. we're just always working. Yeah. Like. We're home, we work from home, so we're just like, you know what, we're working all the time. But you know what, if you're working 80 hours a week, then you need to be getting paid as if you were <laughs> right. working 80 hours <laughs> a week literally. from another company. And that has to do with your pricing and how much you're charging people. Yeah, like I'm not going to tell people, like personally, like I don't always work 40 hours a week, that is my goal. Um, I normally work more than that, but my goal is to get it down to 40 hours, but regardless I think that you need to keep in mind like if you're gonna be working more you need to be getting paid right. more. you and know even if you're not working as much you should know how much time you're spending on things like networking and promotions and when you have those slow times because everybody all that stuff is flow, work as well then you go down and you say I can spend like three hours blogging or I can do like a networking event or whatever the case may be but just track your time and if you are, like, driving a lot and you do uh, your business is requiring a lot of um, driving, Mile IQ is an app that tracks your miles. So that way you Ooh, know. That is so helpful. So you price out your mileage like you would at a business, pay yourself for driving, and expense that mileage so you know how long it Man, takes Man, that is so much places. better than what I have, which is, like, a little book that I keep in oh, the book box. That's how much I write. Yeah. That's yeah. what I I used to have a book like that, like, years ago when I would do a lot of I think Disney has, like, um a like mileage spreadsheet they would have and so I would write down like how much my miles were going yeah. from like, this business to this business and you'd be like five miles, ten miles to go to Magic Kingdom. Like that was so great. But, but say anyone in the wedding industry like has download to do that. Mile and IQ that's really awesome. Right now if you've not had it, like get into that's it, so awesome. sign up for it. Um it's worth the money. Like if you have a service based industry where you're traveling, that's just that is worth all of however much it costs, that's how much it's worth. Like do it. So, um, after we, like, you know, set up, we talked about proposals for a bit, um, do you have anything that you specifically do for onboarding clients? Do you, um, use any systems for communication or is it just all emails or phone calls or? Um, I feel like it's all emails. Like we do a consultation after it's pretty much like, yes, we're, we're going to do this. Right. And I say like, it's. It's, it's basically a consultation. Like, I, cause after we've, you know, said like, yes, we're going to do this. I, even if I, sometimes I know them from a previous project, sometimes right. I don't, but I want to kind of like sit with them and like discuss. And it's normally not in person because now my clients aren't normally, you know, here. Right. Um, so we normally just get together on Skype or FaceTime. I prefer FaceTime. I know oh I'm goodness. like weird like that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like, I don't love either and so I'm so excited just like another systems thing is that slack which is another like usually and it's an internal de um, communication device and a lot of the wordpress and meetup groups and on there's just like a lot of slack channels you can join and I'm in like four right now but they're getting video chat yay and it's like amen I never have to log into skype again I will only use slack from now on like it's Okay, so I might A be plus. checking that out. But yeah, so we get together on there for an hour and kind of get the project started, right. so to speak. You like know what I mean? Off. Like, yeah. let's get happy. Exactly, because I feel like there's some things that, because of the type of consulting I need to do, there's some things I need to do face-to-face. -face. Right, like, you need to get... Just to really, like, bond with them and really feel... Because, like, people can tell me, like, these are the words and do all my worksheets or whatever, but it's different to have a conversation right. with them. 
Yeah, I definitely think um, we do some, especially with our initial branding project, especially if we're dealing with a brand new client, we do um, worksheets sometimes. I don't love them, but I do like the clients love them, which is fun because they get yeah. to generate ideas, especially if a client, like we're working with a branding client that doesn't even know what they're going to name their business. I'm like, here's this worksheet. Let's get started when you're ready. <laughs> like you need to figure out where you're going. And then that allows them to know if they're ready to take on this project or not. Because a lot of times that's either A, too overwhelming, or B, gets them, you know, energized to be like, oh, let's start this thing. I can't wait. Like, I'm so excited. So worksheets are the, the bee's knees most of the time. I don't love them, but I, I love them, but I don't love, like, putting them together. Like, it took a long time for us to put our worksheets together, I think. And it's that's very, why I'm still, like, ooh. drained from it. It was years ago, and I'm still like, oh, that was draining. Um, but our onboarding, we do send out, like, a welcome package, and it may include the worksheet. And it also has our dates which has all of the deliverable dates either to us or from the client like to us from the client or to the client from us which is my favorite thing in business I don't like to track people down for things I don't want to yes. talk to you about what your website copy is I don't want to track you down for pictures you shouldn't have to email me six times asking when are you getting a preview because it's all in the calendar <laughs> it's all there in the calendar it's so great and so um having that calendar it helps us align with our to-dos and we use asana for um, project management right now yes you do i'm still like getting used to it like i'm so bad at it because it's just like it's i i'm not used to using yeah, it so i'm still logging in and seeing, yeah because like, like, obviously I... like the only thing i use it for right now is the, like i think maybe i should use it for everything else because then maybe i'll remember to go yeah. to it but right now i only use it for the podcast and so occasionally like I'll see Yeah, you were like what I'll is see this? like the I'll, like, oh, I'll be going through my email. Yeah, I'll be going through my email and like I'll see that you like updated tasks and I'm like, damn it, I haven't been in there in like a week. <laughs> like, I'm like happened? I need to cause I'm like I do things and I forget to put them in there. Yeah. But it is really great. It's so user friendly. Like there's you know the learning curve is like zero. It is zero. It's really fantastic. And it was not always like that. We were on it when it was beta. And it was a mess. Not, it was like it was similar to what I like the functionality is the same, but the design was like terrible. It was okay. really slow. And so we left and went to Free Camp, which David's familiar with Basecamp, which is which Free Camp is based off of, and the guys at 37 Signal. And Basecamp is usually what most people in the creative industry use. Um, it's a, just too it's like too much for us. Like we don't communicate yeah. with our clients in our project management system, but if we did we would probably look at switching to base camp. Well, I'd say Asana, like, is one of those that when you are first logging into it, I don't know what it is, if it's, like, the font or what. Yeah, it's just it. really it pretty made, now. It, no, it, make, it made me think that it was going to be something with a learning curve. Yeah. And I, it's maybe just because you were sending it to me. <laughs> you were like, so no. I was like, oh, crap. No, I was like, I'm going to have to take the data to so. learn this. But then I was like, oh, this is really easy and very user-friendly and really great. What's great about base camp is it's easy. I mean, not base camp, but Asana, it's either as easy, like, it could just be to-dos, or it could be as detailed it could be project communication which we're starting to use it now you know more in depth with our long-term projects and we also um install instagant which i don't know if you ever heard what the gantt chart is gantt charts are like exp they're basically like a bar chart of telling you how a project schedule is going so you have all the tasks and it tells you how long it's going to take to go that and project how long these things are going to take through the project and when you're working with projects that are 30 60 90 days or more, because I don't, I don't, after that, I'm like, I, you're like, bye, I'm out, <laughs> I'm out, um, but even like multi-phase projects or things like that, it's really helpful to vision, for me, as a designer, it's helpful to just visualize all that, so this, like, Gantt charts have been around forever, but, um, Instagant completely, like, plugs it into Asana, so it just takes all of our tasks, 
and put them Yay. in a bar. And so I know, like, that's how I know we were booked until the end of April before. We were just like, sure, we can do things. Yeah, we got it. And then I'm looking at it. I'm like, like, no. I don't know. Yeah, no. Stop telling people. Well, <laughs> and I was going to say, like, I think that when you work alone, sometimes you feel as if you don't need right. those sort of I things. Think that's what like, it is. Most of the communication is, like, internal with you but I think that for me one thing I've noticed is that because I do collaborate on things right and when I do the email like trail is ridiculous so long and so so I love that rather than having to be like oh man like did I ask Angel do that or what did she ask me to do or whatever rather than going through all of our emails I can just go right in there and it shows like what everyone's doing what's happening and I don't have to deal with the email trail so great if if you have a lot of deliverables and if you did want to use Asana or Basecamp or any of your projects to have um, your project management system to have your client communication which a lot of people do because they don't want email they want you to only communicate on the projects as the to-dos are, like, knocked off. You see this team member did it. They sent you a file. You reply right there. For us, we're not there yet just because we work with a lot of local clients. I was going to say, and, and I the think learning that curve you want to, yeah, I want to make, like, you want to make sure that if you are doing that, that everyone you're working with is right. very computer friendly. Right, and, and most people are, are not. not and so it would just take us way too much time. But our clients, again, we set that level of trust in the very beginning. They get this really long proposal. I hope you trust me. Like, why would you hire me if you didn't? Why did you read all those pages? What's wrong with you? Um, so they really don't come to us for a lot of in-between communication, except for when deliverables are due and we're asking for client feedback, which we also put on the calendar. We say feedback is due by this date, just so we're not waiting and waiting and waiting, because then we could be working on something else. Yeah. So I love um, I love that. And people also use Trello. Um, yeah. I, I know some people who I use it. I love Trello. I haven't fully explored it. I just, like, tried it for a few days. Right. And I don't know. It, I didn't, I couldn't even tell you what I just didn't like about it. I can just say that I like Asana better. Yeah. I feel like the tools in Asana are more automated for me. And with Trello, it's a lot more work putting in the stuff and yeah, using the I different cards that. for different projects. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people use it and they love it and that's great. For now, people, I haven't seen it in two yeah. years either. So I just, looks, full disclosure, I haven't used it in like two very years. very similar to, to the way it used to look. Okay. Um, but I just, it's too manual for me. I, I, say, I have a friend who uses it and she, um, she's a design firm in Atlanta and she manages like, I want to say five, six other people. Yeah, people love it. So I it. think that, yeah. I don't know if it's like better for like, if you have a lot of people in your office. I don't no. know. Something like Basecamp would be better because those people, they have like teams of 30 and 40. Uh, yeah. yeah. So for me, Trello, like for six people, I feel like that's a lot of work because you have to constantly be monitoring and I also don't like I'm a design snob so I don't like the way it looks yeah <laughs> I, I won't even lie to you subconsciously like maybe that's why I didn't like it because what did I just say I was like I don't really know why I didn't like it but that could be I'm like yeah. it's not pretty it's not, it's not pretty Asana did not used to be pretty like it was fine but it wasn't gorgeous and you're like so, so I left and I so left it became it pretty back when it was beautiful <laughs> and it's so great because it's it's like the best like I just love when you log on and it has like that little to do like animation that just shows up and I'm like I'm it's time to start my work day just gives me peace and there's also now is it free yeah oh okay it's free I didn't know if like yeah. I was just under your plan you sent it to me I was like I'm not paying for it but I don't know if you are <laughs> yeah, yeah. you even have like, a lot of things that paid, you you know um system yeah we do payroll like we yeah we do like I've done accounting like to see how much we're paying for things so we try not to pay for things we don't need but if we did need to get to a point where Asana was like pay me money we would pay for by it. the way 
Duralumin is out here, a great system for um, if you're a blogger, which this is what I use for Equal and Forever, is um, Two Bright Lights, because people can send submissions to you, um, and it's, it's very, I mean... A lot of people, like, for wedding blogs use it, but you could use it for other types of blogs as well. Right. Um, but it's, I mean, it's fantastic, like, the way that it's organized. Um, the way I, maybe I'll, like, go onto Snapchat and show a few, like, behind-the-scenes, like, things of it. So if you want to go find me on Snapchat at Chrisman Rand, maybe I'll share a few on Twitter as well. But it's, it's just so organized. Like, I can't tell you, like, especially in the beginning when it was, like, just me and there was just, like, so much work and I was finding my footing on it, there's no way I would have been able to do it without two bright lights. Um, you do have to have a certain, I can't remember exactly what it is, but statistically you have to have a certain amount of interaction, followers, whatever, before you can oh, use two bright lights. Okay. Um, but it's it's a paid service. It's super cheap. It's like, I don't know, I want to say like it's under 10 bucks a month, like nine something yeah. something. And it's like the best investment that I've made in all of my businesses, fantastic. hands down. Like, it is a lifesaver. It just pretty much, it's, I don't know. And I wish that that system, like whoever is the company behind, you know, like the way that it works or whatever, I wish they would make stuff for everyone because it's just so well organized it's beautiful right. it's super beautiful it's super user-friendly like it's just the best system that i've ever seen in my whole life i, I love that it sounds amazing for submissions for blogging co-schedule yeah would be my bae um <laughs> is my one true boo like it is the best it just i can just schedule things and it goes out to social media i also use buffer um which is my I like Buffer. social media favorite, um, just to keep things going because I don't have time to tweet y'all all day. I say, and like kind of social media esque. We've talked about Hootsuite in the in before, which right. you are not like a huge fan of. No, because I'm petty and it was ugly when it started <laughs> out. <laughs> so, like I can I can do Hootsuite. I'm fine with Hootsuite, but I just prefer Buffer. Right. I feel like I like Buffer just because it was easily, like, integrated into Chrome, and it's easy to use on my phone, and I can just use it through Feedly. It's already put in as one of the options to share as well, so, and it's easy. And it's really inexpensive once you get to a certain point where you want to pay for it. Like, that's the thing. The systems are so inexpensive, but you do have to check yourself before you wreck yourself, because that stuff does add up. It does. It really does $8 a month for this, $10 a month for that, $20 yeah. a, you know, it starts to add up. And we pay for hosting, you know, domain Absolutely. names and that stuff, so it's really That's important. why I'm like, if you're going to have, like, you know, a system that, you know, is a great project manager, like, you want to make sure that it really checks everything exactly off, off the list. list. Don't just pay money to be paying money. You also need to know how much you need, like, how powerful of a system you need, because there are certain things, like, to me... Trello is not powerful enough for the amount of things that we do. We have so many different types of businesses. I literally put in our travel stuff into Asana. I was just like, hey, I got to, you know, book an Airbnb for this conference. Got to book a, you know, get a car rental and put that in there. I put, like, things for my daughter. I'm like, I got to pick up this thing. She has an appointment. So I just like having something that's fully functional. And for me, Trello, I could not, even though it's free, like, if I had to pay to upgrade, I just wouldn't be able to pay for it because it doesn't have, like, a calendar view. It doesn't have all of these things. I can't put Gantt charts into yeah. it. Um, so. Now, a system that isn't necessarily great for, like, what you or I do, but is really great for um, people who work with, uh, you know, like, in the wedding industry and things like that is HoneyBook. It mm, is so that. beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's like, like I wish... Yeah, I wish that I could, like, 
I don't know. I'm still trying. I'm still haven't given up on being like, I can find a way to make this work for me. Right. Um, it's, it's really uh, pushed a little bit more towards people in the wedding industry right now. But back when I was a photographer, like they were just getting started and I got to do like a little trial of it. And I was like, this is beautiful. Super user friendly. They're still a newish company. And um, because of is that. Is it like a CRM? Like is it just managing your contacts? It's okay. like, yeah, it's like managing all of your, like your wedding clients. Okay. And, and the way like that they do proposals, contracts, everything oh, is fun. super, super beautiful. And then like it's very, very well organized for the whole process of, you know, getting them in, setting the proposal, um, everything that you're doing in the, you know, workspace and then getting them out. Like, right. it's, it helps you from start to finish. your process, basically. Yeah, and yeah. it's just, it's well organized, it's beautiful, and then you use it to communicate with your clients, which not, you don't do that with all, like, you know, project managers. Exactly. So, but this one you do, and so it's important that it's beautiful, and it is very, very beautiful. And then 17 Hats is another one. I haven't yeah. used that one personally, Everyone talks about but a lot of people hats. I know love it. They're like, get into it. For our CRM, which is a customer relationship management tool, which sounds like HoneyBook is added mm -hmm. on with other services, and what 17 Hats is, um, Salesforce is the one that most people know of, which I've used Salesforce before, and let me tell you, it's a beast. <laughs> um, yeah. You really need to be an enterprise-level organization, in my opinion, to even get a percentage of what Salesforce has to offer. It's wow. Just, it's really powerful. Like, it's like, hey, girl, hey, we got all the stuff. Um, but we didn't need it. Um, we use Zoho, which is, again, mm -hmm. I think it's free up to a certain level and then you pay. But right now, like, we have a ton of contacts in it and they haven't asked for money yet. So when they ask for money, we'll pay for it. I really love it. They, uh, Zoho has different tools. Like, but for the CRM right now, that's what we like. Um, it just, we have everything from, like, when people become a lead all the way to, like, a one job. And we can just see where we are in our projects and who... You know, it helps me because I log in to um, Zoho like once every two weeks. I don't do it every week. So I can know like, oh, you haven't followed up with this person or what's happening with that. Or we lost this job so I can like close it out and I can do whatever. And I think um, what ha is built into Gmail now, which is a different um, extension, is Streak, which you can also use to track like where your jobs are and how you're put – it puts everything basically from your inbox into your job and you can see from where it is from a lead or if you closed it or if you like lost it and it's it's really fun too. So we've been using Streak as well just to see – it um, helps you predict how much money a job is. So we know like this email chain is worth this much. Maybe it's not a priority right now, you know, just being able to visualize all this stuff. I'm telling you, I use so many things. I just had a swoon <laughs> moment, like a swoon moment for Gmail because yeah. Gmail is just so It's so powerful. I'm like, I don't know how people don't use Gmail I for guess, their business. It's so beautiful. You guys. It's, thank you, Gmail. Thank we you, love Google. You. <laughs> like we, my mom, I just convinced my mom to get a Gmail. She moved over from AOL. What? She's graduated. And guys. she was like, this Gmail is great. <laughs> She's so great. into it. Like, she I loves love how it separates, you know, into, yeah, like, promotions and exactly. social. And um, she's like, she's I, like get my I, I feel so organized. Because <laughs> she gets a million emails because, like, she signs up for everything. Oh, she just word. doesn't know any better. I love her. So she literally just signs up for I mean, literally tell you that everything. your mom is, like, my favorite person right now. She's so funny. She's definitely <laughs> She's, like, one of my right. favorite moms. Like, all my friends' moms are, like, the best. Like, you guys have the best moms. I love my mom, but your, your moms are... Hilarious. My mom is definitely funny. <laughs> she's like, so, she's so that funny. she is. Just like all of the things that like your brother. My mom also mom. thinks that like I pretty much am Bill Gates. Like she asked me every question about computers, and I'm like, 
mom, like, I don't understand, like, why you think you I know everything. You don't even use windows. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, why do you think I know everything about everything? Like, she'll be like, you know, like, she'll be doing something for work, and she'll be like, I don't understand this, like, whatever. And it's something that, like, you know, you have to log into and work right. for her business to, like, even get to. I'm like, I've never used this system in my whole life. That's Why do you hilarious. think I would know how to use it? But she oh just thinks goodness. that I know everything about computers. Oh, man. that's She gives me a lot of credit for things. <laughs> You're like, thank you. Well, you need an ego boost. Call your mom. Uh, yes. Well, for billing, um, what, do you, do you, what are you using for billing right now? Because I feel like billing is also the end-all, be-all of, like, how you get your money. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like my billing situation is a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> your accountant is like, ah! My accountant is a saint. Uh, her name is Mary. And Saint Mary. I love Saint Mary. that. <laughs> Saint like, Mary of the money. I just feel like every year I just throw a whole bunch of paper at her and she makes sense of it. And I don't understand how. She is a, like, she is a godsend. She is a blessing to me. Um, and every year I'm like, I'm going to try to get a little bit more together before next year. And she's also, she is another one who like boosts my ego. Like she'll be like, oh, look at, like, as she's going through, look at this, you're doing so good. I'm like, okay, okay. Like, she really makes me feel like I have it together. Yeah, she really makes me feel like I have it together. I'm like, okay, okay. Like, she'll point out, all like, she remembers everything about my business, which I love. That's awesome. And she'll point out, like, everything, like, oh, you're doing this better this year, and you're doing that better this year. And then she'll even remind me of things like, well, you didn't send me this for writing off. You didn't right. send me this. I need to write off this. And I'm like, wow, like, she saves me so much money. So basically, like, she is my Queen sister, Mary. like, like without her, <laughs> Mary of the I don't know where I would be. That's um, awesome. Yeah, I'm, like, my mom was not great at budgeting. Um, my grandfather used to, before I had a business, he used to do my taxes every single year, and he was amazing with budgeting, but a lot of what he would tell me in general would just go, like, when it came to money, would go, like, in one ear and out the other. Like, I was trying to listen, but my mind doesn't love numbers. <laughs> and like, my grandfather was, like, an engineer slash programmer slash, like, I don't know, like, he worked on, like, missiles and, like, yeah. all this crazy impressive stuff. And so the way he that he would... Yeah, he worked at okay. Lockheed. <laughs> then he, and, like, I know exactly, like, the And he worked at Martin Marietta, which is, like, the Lockheed yeah. up there of the North. So he works for both. And, I mean, this was, like, at the time when computers were, like, you know, if you being never, born, basically. If you never, like, have met, like, an OG Lockheed guy, yeah. find one. There are a few that go to our church. I love talking to them. They're yeah. so intelligent. They make me feel he so is, stupid. Well, that's, that's exactly, okay, <laughs> so you it. understand, because, like, when he would talk to me, like, he's great, and he was brilliant at everything he did, but teaching was not his yeah, thing. They have no so he would try to teach me about, you know, accounting and things like that, and I would just be like, Grandpa, what are you talking about? I mean, it was literally the same thing, like, I would bring him my college algebra, it, like, and be like, I'm really confused, and he'd be like, what do you mean you're confused? And then he'd do, like, three things yeah. and, like, wouldn't be able to really explain it, but would still remember college algebra you. when he was 85 those years old. Those guys' brains so. are, like, <laughs> Seriously, those people, like, if you, you need to find one. Like, come to Florida, and there yes. needs to be, like, a Lockheed support. Like, I want to talk to a guy that used to work at Lockheed. Well, and Martin Marietta is, is, like, very 70s. similar, and it's up north. So he he's yeah. actually worked for both. Which is um, intent. like you these missile like the stuff that they had to do to create the missile programs that are just like the stepping stones to what we use now. Yeah, crazy, you guys, crazy. Seriously, it's it's awesome. Yeah, so I mean, like that's like my background when it comes to like money is that like you know from the, I started working at yeah I started working at sixteen and 
he did all my taxes and handled all of that. And then once I started, uh, like once I opened my business and stuff, um, and like I ended up like John and I were both in school and so our taxes became really complicated because it's like his and mine and mine were business taxes and we were both in school and he's getting his master's and I'm an undergrad and there's all these things happening. So my grandpa was like, uh, your taxes are getting quite intense. And he didn't yeah. just do mine. He did like a lot of people's yeah. in my family. <laughs> Until he great. died, he did my mom's taxes. That's awesome. Um, she like, after he died, she's like, how do people get their taxes done? <laughs> like, what do I do? I was like, go to H&R Block. Oh my goodness. You she's going to H&R Block and she's like, what is Yeah, this? she's like, what is oh, this? Like, struggle. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I feel like finances are definitely not my strong suit. And sometimes I just want to like, crawl into Melissa's brain for a while because she got a degree in accounting, which I'm like, yeah. why do, why would anyone do that? But <laughs> she did that and she's so great at that sort of thing. So I'm like, I feel like I need to like learn, but I'm trying to, especially like with, you know, starting kind of over with consulting, like I'm trying yeah. to keep it organized and <laughs> keep it together. I told Mary, I'm like, next year's my year that I'm going to come with all the papers organized. Everything's going to be like together and you know. It's Mary, gonna be, it's gonna be okay. You. But I she love is, that. she is, she's a saint, and I don't know. That's that's my system. Is Mary? I can give <laughs> oh you goodness. her phone number, and that's yeah, how yes. I manage my accounting. <laughs> Call Mary. Oh my gosh! If a hundred people tweet me asking for Mary's, Mary's phone so number, I would die laughing. Well, she's fantastic, and people ask me all the time. They're like. Just, you know, at random, like, other, you know, small business owners I know will be like, oh, like, you know, what do you do, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, yeah. let me just give you her information and back Bye. away. Because she, she does it. Yeah. Just call her. That's, like, married. Well, I, uh, my mom started her first business was in, well, not her first business, but the business that I helped out in was in medical billing and coding. And so seeing how the med medical procedures are billed gave me an idea of how to build our billing system for our business. And then I went on to do other things, the other systems, and I'm telling you, construction billing will teach you how to build things. <laughs> like, if you don't know how to build anything for a project, go to a general contractor and say, can I sit in with your accountant and see what they're doing? And that will teach you everything you need to know about billing. And so that helped me really create a system with our jobs and um, having job numbers and tracking uh, expenses for jobs and how much we're spending on, like, like I said, administrative things and having that time tracking system. But we use zero right now. We were using FreshBooks, which is... Really just an invoicing system. I let's say I tried FreshBooks. It was okay. I yeah. like Mint a little better. Yeah, I like Mint too. Um, we used Mint like when it like first came out to track our expenses, just how much we're spending. But um, Zero is basically like our full house accounting system. Like it does our invoicing. It does our taxes. It does our payroll. It does like it does our payroll. Can I talk to you about how yeah. it's really hard to get one thing outside of QuickBooks that does every single thing for you that's very like hard to do like I can take a picture with my phone of receipt snap it put it in and it's already logged in my expenses like it's my... aren't you so happy we live in an age where <sighs> that's reality exactly like I don't have to save receipts anymore in a ziploc bag like I used to carry around in our car like the little thing with the little snappy thing like the keeper tra chopper keeper <laughs> like yes. Let's say there's actually probably we're in my office right now. There's one in one of these. Yeah, that's what we used to go. Areas used to go to like office from back in the day. And put our receipts in, and it's just a nightmare. So now when I'm out, I can just like take a picture and it goes straight to my invoice system. And right now I'm the primary like person who's doing accounting. Ideally, we do need to move to someone to do everything for us, but I mean we can't do it right now. But um. I recommend zero. If you're just doing invoicing, if you're just like a solo person, you're still just chilling out. 
FreshBooks is great for collecting payment. Like I never had any problems. Um, they use um, PayPal or Stripe, which is great because I love Stripe as a payment processor. It's one of my favorites. Like uh, if I could, pre I prefer Stripe over PayPal. But when we use PayPal, I mean, it's fine. It's just that I had a lot of friends who use PayPal to get invoices, and then when they get disputed. They usually don't win. I have heard <laughs> so things about that. I've had a lot of friends lose a lot of money because PayPal's just like, I don't care about your contract. That doesn't mean anything to me. That's so a little... It's, it's I've heard about, or even just not even like how the dispute goes, but just that your money is like held yeah, at that point. They, like, like, yeah, they, and when they it's hold, large, right. large sums, I've right. heard of somebody having a large sum of money That's why you held. should have a bank account. Not with a real bank. <laughs> not with PayPal. Do not keep all your money in PayPal. Go to a real bank. If you have not opened a business account yet, yeah. go to your bank and take your like paperwork and open a business account. Or even if you're just doing this stuff on the side, Put money aside in your personal account, but do not put money in any system online because it will hold it and it will just be like... Yeah, as soon as Bye. you get a payment, it should be going straight, straight from there right. into your exactly. bank account. Exactly. Like, you should not be hovering over PayPal, like, waiting for your money. Then when they freeze your account, you're, like, screwed. <laughs> That's terrifying. That's scary. Um, and then we, um, we do some training. We have, like, templates for that stuff, which I won't get into so much because we do a lot of just training on how to use WordPress. A lot of our sites are built on WordPress, and we do, like, a three-hour, I think, usually minimum training with the whole team just to go in and teach them, like, this is what this does. And you've seen the back end of our sites are a little different um <laughs> yes I, I would say so like I mean I've been working on WordPress for quite some time and I feel like you know as far as a user goes I'm pretty familiar <laughs> with it and I eat back in like way back in the day right. before I had the money I even like built a few of my own sites they were not great they were not yeah. anything what you know now I definitely have professionals build them but I mean I felt like I knew my way around WordPress until I tried to go log in and do like I think just update like the about me or something yeah. on heart and hustle and i was like what is happening <laughs> i was like i must not understand wordpress anymore what, what did you guys happening? do you guys have like a whole it's very intense <laughs> so customized like oh my god so i don't touch anything on our site <laughs> well, because i'm afraid to explode it basically <laughs> i'm like i just stay on social media because i'm like i will explode our site <laughs> you will not explode we use um we use it's not GitHub anymore. We moved to Bitbucket, I think, is what we're using for version control and pushing out development, which is, don't, don't listen to these words. <laughs> don't listen to these words. But if you're a web developer, <laughs> um, it's very important to version control your site and using something like GitHub, which is the OG, like most people use GitHub, like you need to be pushing things. Like our site there, is like hidden there. in another part of our site. Like that's. So that's what, like, blows my mind is, like, normally where you go and, like, you see, like, oh, posts and this and that, like, all the normal things. Like, you can't click on those. Those have nothing to do with anything because our site <laughs> is hidden in another part of our site. And then you just have to go in and, like, straight code. There's no, yeah. there's no like, hand-holding on our <laughs> site. We use foundation, which is just a basic, like, just a basic, like, little template. And then we build sites using the foundation framework. Which is a lot different than a lot of people use Genesis, which is yeah. like a lot more like mm -hmm. I guess back end user friendly. Like it allows more access for users. We don't really like a lot of our clients either A don't use their sites that often or if they do, like we're managing for them. Or we train someone in their team to use it. So we yeah. don't 
uh, to me, Genesis doesn't work for us just because we like the full customization of what foundation does, and it also allows us to hide things so we don't because we yes, work with a lot of clients. If they go in and they bring something, then they're like they, they would have to search. Which really you know, it's really funny that you say that something. is that like so I have Genesis and I use Ready to Blog for like a lot of my design stuff, and so she put it all in Genesis and like she knows that I'll go in there and like change things here and there, like whatever. Um, but I went in and messed up a whole bunch of nonsense. Like, I deleted all my categories off of charismatic concepts. I deleted I, like, my hair bar. Really know how you I don't I understand. No like, I don't know what did I did. It. And so I went to Melissa and I'm like, I broke it. And she was like, give it to me. And then, like, she takes, like, you know, like, five, ten minutes. Right. And then she was like, don't touch it anymore. Yeah. I was like, okay. She also works with Genesis, which I love because then, like, when I'm like, so, somebody has a Genesis-related question, because I don't use that. But that's what it makes me like, if I'm going to break things on Genesis, then I'm not even going to touch our site, basically. Like, I don't even, I'm not even going to touch our site, because if I can break it on Genesis, who knows? Yeah. Who knows what I do? So, if you're using, like, Explosion. if you're a designer, and you're having deliverables, even if you're just design or development, just make sure you're using version control. Make sure you keep all of your files, so you can go back and always be able to revert back to an older time just in case something bad happens. For code, it's a lot easier just because you break things all the time when you're developing. You can just always revert back and then fix it. Whereas with designers, I think a lot of designers don't think to keep their files with changes. Like you were talking about, you were mm -hmm. making a lot of changes. And for me, I just keep, every time I change something, I keep the versions of the new. So usually I just rename the files by date. So I'm like, oh, this date or time stamp if needed to be like... So if I needed to go back, like, say somebody changed a font or something, and they're like, just kidding, I like the other font. I don't have to. I just gotcha. go back to the old file and then just change what I've changed, which is usually really simple. That makes just, sense. Yeah, saves time. So if you're not version using version control in your work, like... Now, we don't now. really deliver goods, per se. I mean, right. we deliver goods in the sense that, like, websites and things right. like that, but, like... As far as a physical good that's coming in the mail, it's not something that we typically do, but it is something that I did do back in the day with photography, with albums and stuff like that, and canvases and, you know, right. the works. And I'm sure that, you know, a lot of you out there are delivering goods, and man, is it important to have a system for that. Right. My favorite type of system is one in which you don't have to even touch anything. Exactly. Like, you know, if you, let's say that when you have a client come on, you give them a client gift, or let's say that you're a wedding photographer and you deliver an album with every wedding, whatever it is, a lot of times you can work through a system in which it doesn't even get shipped to you. Right. It goes straight from their warehouse or their whatever, their store, to the person. And you can do custom packaging and have, like, a custom everything inside of it. So it's still your branding, which I think is really important. Right. You don't want, like, you know, some basic generic whatever. Like, you want still your branding to be in there. But make sure that you're working with a company that allows you to yeah. do that, put that Works input your own brand. Hard. Exactly. Like, you don't need to... I mean, like, obviously, if you are delivering goods and you're, you know, you basically, I don't know, like for you, like with cards. Yeah. Like that's or coming from just like you. with business things. Um, yeah. You do a lot of print work, which is like business cards. Yeah, exactly. That's coming like from that. you. So obviously like sometimes that does have to come yeah. from you, especially right. if you are printing like, yeah. it at home. Um, but if, if it's not something that, you know, if you're not making the album at home, if you're not making whatever, just have it directly exactly. shipped. Yeah, please. I never, I don't think I've ever... Gotten. Unless it's like for a client that like is right down the street, have I gotten print stuff shipped to me just because I'm going there anyway? Yeah. Um, but nine times out of ten, like your business cards will be shipped to you from most likely Moo. I am not <laughs> going to do that for you. Like that's 
First of all, it just sounds like that's a waste of money. Like, you take something, and then you take, like, 500 business cards, and what do you do? You put them in another box, and then yeah, just, like, put pretty, your name Pretty on? much. Like, that's ridiculous. And I mean, essentially, because what that at that point, I think that someone is kind of being, like, a little bit of a control freak, which is right. fine. We've all been there. And I think what it is is they want to see it, inspect it, and then True. send it off. But the reality is, is that if there is a mistake with it, you're still going to have to let the client know there exactly. was a mistake, so now, you know, we're we're put off schedule and it's going to take another however right. long. Whereas if they get it directly, they're still going to let you know, hey, there was a mistake, and you say, I'm so sorry, and then exactly. you, you know, intervene on their behalf yeah. and make sure that they're sent the new stuff. So either way, if there is a mistake... They're going to know that there was a mistake, and it's going to affect the timeline regardless. Yeah. So, but nine times out of ten, I think with most businesses, they're not going to have a mistake. Probably not. Yeah. Like, it's just, um, stop being control freak. I know it's hard when it, your business is your baby. Our business is our baby. It's been our baby for ten years. Like, it's our, like, sassy teenager. Now you have almost. a baby. <laughs> now I have a real baby. Yeah. She's, like, sassier than our business. <laughs> she is sassier <laughs> than your business. You haven't seen her in a long time. You like you need to. I know. I see you all the time, and I never. See her. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like, why don't you ever see my child? Oh, because you're never in there. She's yeah. never there. She's in school all the time. Um. So, it's just important. Like my takeaway for systems, no matter what it is, test something out first. Give it a trial. I think everything takes 30 days. That's why a lot of companies like do that. seven, like 10, that. 15, 30 day trials, just because it takes a time to get accustomed to using something to know if this works with your flow or not. So just give something 30 days. To me, that's my recommendation, 30 days for doing something. We gave zero 30 days before we left FreshBooks, and, and I was, like, ready to go in 15 days. I was like, I'm ready to switch over right now. This is amazing. But, um, yeah, just take time to do something. Give it your, like, your, just use things as you would normally use during your everyday. Just add in a little bit more each day. Because I think people think systems being overwhelming and having all of these different things that I gotta log in and why do I need all this stuff to manage my business I can do it because everything's in my brain well you never <laughs> a know what's going to happen like I don't want to depend on my brain for my business so I don't need to have everything up here and I've worked with people who think that their brain they're all their business in their brain and it's a pain when they go yeah. on vacation and they're gone or they're sick let's say like a good system can work without you exactly you know a good system can work without you so that if you do bring in someone in, else like an, an intern or an employee or whoever in the future um or if you just need help like sometimes business owners you know have to help them help each other out right. and it's like god if you're in the hospital or whatever exactly. i want to be able to say to you hey angel like what do you want me to do and and i like, know hey, that i'd be able go to go to this place you yeah. have passwords go to this and like i know yeah. what you know you don't have to be hovering over me and like, what's the password? <laughs> How do you log into your accounting? Exactly. Your taxes are overdue because you've been in a coma. Like exactly. something ridiculous. Just be able to have systems in place that work for you, not against you. Work for your clients, not against your clients. So you need to really know your clients really well and just try something new. Like if you haven't learned anything during this episode then you're doing great if you have learned something try something out and let's say my bottom line is to be very patient and to ask questions and to ask angel questions yeah. you and can do those webinars like those yeah. a lot of companies do webinars do them like seriously it sounds like like a pain like why would i need to sit down and learn how to use something 
but I've done a lot of webinars. Yeah, anything, <laughs> any free, you know, whatever that right. you can get, jump Sit on it. Sit down for sure. and learn how their system before you invest time into doing it. So. so if you have any questions about systems, which I still have questions, um, <laughs> you can write to us on Facebook at Heart and Hustle Podcast or um, Twitter, Heart Hustle Pod, Instagram, Heart Hustle Podcast. Past. Yes. yes. Um, and you can hashtag us, boss so hard, show us what you're up to, or even ask us questions that way. Angel loves systems, guys, so if you have questions about systems, yes. direct them towards her because she'd be happy Preferably to help you out with Twitter, that. I'll be using as, as she said, when she knows that she has to make a new um, system, she gets excited. I really do. So. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Talk to me about how I organize my church's life, you guys. So it's great. very, it's very like my, I'm going to write a biography and it's going to be about how I created systems, systems for other people. By Angel Yard. <laughs> I well, like it. I'll buy it. All right. You guys well, have we'll a see you guys awesome next week. week. Have an amazing Women's International awesome, International Women's, women's Day. Month, so every it is. Day. It's, it's Hug Women's a woman. History Month. Do something we need amazing. to do something special for that. We'll do something. We'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye, bye. guys. Bye.